BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. A stolen car crashes head on into a a St. Louis police SUV. We got an update on injuries next. Voting is over for UAW workers in Wentzville on whether to accept a new contract from GM. We find out the results this hour and what happens next. And St. Louis police need your help finding some burglars, the thousands of dollars in property stolen. Good morning, everybody. It is Midweek Wednesday, November 15th. You're watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Leday. We're going to take a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof cam this morning and get a check of our forecast with meteorologist Angela Huddy. She's on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. Good morning, Angela. Yeah, good morning, Blair. All is quiet. All is chilly out the door again this morning. Definitely a coat on for this early start part of the day. But by this afternoon, you will not need it anymore. But definitely bundle up for that morning bus stop. Temperatures are in the upper 20s to upper 30s primarily. Kind of a good about 10 degree range. Metro St. Louis, that core 270, 255 loop, a little bit warmer, closer to 40. But that's still a pretty chilly start. Grab the sunglasses as well. You'll need them. That coat uh, will be over the arm, the hooded sweatshirt stuffed in the backpack on the way home this afternoon. We are climbing towards 70 this afternoon. Today, tomorrow, two more mild days to go. Then some changes are in the forecast. We'll break those down for you coming up in just a bit. Let's check in with Amelia. Okay, and we are looking still really good across the metro area. I do want to let you know, though, I-55 drivers, you are good right now, but that won't always be the case. As we head more towards the 7 a.m. hour, we're going to start seeing some slowdowns, especially on 55 and Union, kind of where that construction starts to ramp up. That is the trend that I've been seeing every single morning, but right now it is moving really well in both the north and southbound directions. Wherever else you're driving, yes, traffic is ramping up slowly, but it is also moving. So a great start to our Wednesday. Blair and John. I'll tell you what was moving this brief police chase this morning. It was a stolen car ended up crashing head on into a St. Louis police SUV. Two police officers went to the hospital. Well, yeah, the power of two is Chris Renier is live in downtown. He's at p- police headquarters with what we know about those officers conditions. Chris. Blair and John, good morning to both you. Authorities here at headquarters telling me this morning that fortunately both of those officers are expected to be okay. They have already been treated and released, in fact, from a hospital. There were four people inside of that stolen car. Police tell me this morning all four are in custody. Take a look at the video from where the entire episode ended in North St. Louis at Natural Bridge and Goodfellow. You see the stolen car there winding up flipped over the police unit with some significant front end damage to it. This all taking place just after 930 last night. Police tell us a gray Chrysler was stolen out of Florissant. Investigators say city officers tried to stop that vehicle earlier last night, but the car took off. Later in the night, Authorities say a police helicopter spotted the car, got a beat on it, notified officers on the ground. That's when we understand police used spike strips to try and stop the vehicle. We're told the stolen Chrysler ran over those spike strips. Then the driver lost control and hit a curb. At that point, we understand the Chrysler slammed into the police unit 
and rolled over. Again, those two officers in that police unit expected to be fine. The four suspects in the stolen car, all refusing medical treatment at the scene there, they were all arrested. We're told the suspects are all at least 19 years old. No word yet this morning on official charges against the suspects. We may expect that a little bit later as today unfolds. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Fernier. Thank you so much, Chris. It is 6.03 if you're keeping up with your time. Well, 24 hours of voting on a new contract at the GM plant in Wentzville ended early this morning. The Power of Two's Laura Simon is live to explain why the ratification vote is needed and what happens next, Laura. Claire, good morning to you. UAW workers have been back at work all because of a tentative deal, but they needed to ratify the contract in order to make it official. And so the voting ended here at 4.30 this morning. It started at 4.30 yesterday morning, and union workers are inside uh, counting those ballots as we speak this morning. And they do have a meeting here later this morning, so we'll have to wait and see if the results are in by then. But yesterday morning and I talked with various people out here getting their perspectives on all of this. The local 2250 has 3,700 members. The GM plant in Wentzville is one of the three original plants where the UAW strike all started. UAW achieved record contracts with the big three automakers after six weeks of targeted labor. But not all union members have been happy with the new deal. It was on track to pass, but then received notable rejections by United Auto Workers at the General Motors plants in Flint, Michigan and Spring Hill, Tennessee. And 56% of GM workers in a union in Toledo, Ohio also voted it down. A new contract includes a 25% pay increase over the course of four and a half years, cost of living adjustments, richer contributions to the pension plan and 401ks. It also keeps their health care intact. Former UAW of this local chapter here in Wentzville, Glenn Coggy supports the new deal and he tells me he voted yes yesterday. He thinks it's going to pass here in Wentzville by a narrow margin, but as we've seen in other states, this really could go either way. If it's turned down, I imagine it will either be back on the street or there will be a cooling off period while they try to iron out whatever the concerns are. And there is a general meeting. We have this notice here happening at 645 this morning at the Union Hall. It has nothing to do with the vote, but I understand that the board is inside counting the ballots right now. And as soon as we have those results, we will be sure to bring them to you here live. Reporting live in Wentzville, I'm Laura Simon. Thanks, Laura. There was a shooting near Enterprise Center just hours before last night's Blues game. It was about uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon near 14th and Clark Streets. Police say there was an argument followed by the shooting. It appears the two people knew each other. According to police, one person was shot in the head but is expected to survive. Well, St. Louis City Police need your help identifying two people who broke into businesses on Cherokee last Sunday. Uh, they say the man got away with $20,000 worth of property from cuts by Curtis including barbers, clippers, blades, and cologne products. If you know anything, call St. Louis Police. St. Louis aldermen consider a plan to give senior citizens a break on their property taxes. The Budget Committee is going to take this up, this issue up at 9.30 this morning. What it would do is it would freeze property taxes for seniors at the level they're at now. These eligible uh, seniors would have to be receiving Social Security already. The mayor's office expects the committee to approve the bill and then send it to the full board of aldermen for approval. Meanwhile, in St. Louis County and St. Charles County, they've already approved 
a similar tax freeze. 606 right now. Well, in a you paid for follow up by state is a step closer to getting $128 million from St. Louis County. The measure appropriating that money won preliminary approval in the county council by a vote of six to one yesterday. The money was held up because of Republican concerns over by state spending decisions. There will be a final vote next week.